the same hustle that you're giving your boss is literally the same skill that you need to run your own business. There is nothing different. Seriously, there's nothing different. The phone calls, the amount of work that you put in, what's different is that you're wanting somebody to tell you what to do because you don't want to tell yourself what to do. That's really the difference. Welcome to the Full Out Podcast, where you'll get tools, tips, and inspiration to start living your most passionate, expansive, and abundant life. I'm your host, Samantha Jo Harvey, professional dancer and group fitness trainer turned lifestyle entrepreneur, speaker, and women's empowerment coach. It is my mission to help women live their lives full out. No more surviving your days, playing small, or marking your way through life. It's time to let go of your blocks, step into your power, and own that you are worthy of having everything you want in your life, business, and relationships. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. It's Sam, your host. Welcome back, sister. Today's conversation is with Monica Linda of Girl Squad, Inc. Monica is a groundbreaking creator and branding photographer based in Pasadena, California. She believes that every day we should wake up and try to be better than the day before. She takes women from feeling invisible to becoming experts who are thriving and immersing themselves in the businesses that they have sacrificed everything to build. Monica has worked with women all over the U.S. who are crushing it in the field of solopreneurship and are on their way to building empires. Since the launch of her business, Monica has photographed over 500 women and her team is in high demand for the most popular events in Los Angeles while making over six figures doing it. Yeah, she is. Monica is one of my dear friends. I'm so pumped for you to hear from her. She has an incredible journey and she will inspire you to get off your butt and start doing the things. Start building the business, start taking the risks, start taking the leaps. Oh, you're gonna be so inspired by her story. I cannot wait. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. All right, we are here with Monica Linda Garcia, the CEO of Girl Squad, one of my dear friends. This woman is fierce. I'm so glad you're on this podcast. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I love spending time with you. Oh, I miss. Now, you guys, I got to say, Monica and I, we met. It was like Monica and I were just like rotating in spheres where we would be in the orbit of one another's presence, but we didn't fully, fully connect for a while. So Monica had started taking, or took my spin class at the gym. Yeah. I didn't know it. And then months later you were photographing Lori Harder's events and I saw your pictures there and it was like, we just kind of kept missing each other. And then one day I decided I need amazing branding photos and I was like, well, she is the only person. And we got on this zoom and we kept looking at each other. Like we know each other, we know each other. Yeah. And thank God the universe brought us together. I know. And it was at the right time. Like all the other times we wouldn't have been able to connect. And it was just divine timing for sure. It was totally divine timing. Oh, I'm so happy you're here. So Monica, can we talk about your journey? Your journey mm-hmm. from working from working for someone else and then moving into entrepreneurship and what that journey looked like for you. Yeah, of course. I love I love sharing this story because I am someone who literally came from just having an idea. I, I call myself an accidental entrepreneur because what happened was I was not planning on being a photographer. When I was younger, I was super creative, but never picked up a camera. And then a girlfriend of mine from college said, hey, let's do something weird, like buy film cameras 
and take a six week class at a community college. And I've always been kind of free flowing. And if something is going to sound fun or I'm curious, like I'm going to do it. So I was like, that sounds awesome. We bought cameras. I took the class at the end of the six weeks. My um, teacher came over and said, are you taking my intermediate? And I was like, well, I don't know. Should I? And she said, I just want to let you know, like you talk about sunlight and shadows and I don't I don't know if you realize that you're talking about emotions while you're explaining your photos but I think you might have something and I think sometimes that's what really people need is right like a, just a little somebody to acknowledge something really good in them because it could spark something amazing and since then I've like gone back to her name's Nancy gone back to her and told her how much she meant to me but that's where the journey really started and then I took my camera everywhere Everywhere I went, my camera was with me. And then at the same time, I had a full-time job where my boss was a jerk. Not great. I was making him millions of dollars and getting like one and a half percent commissions off of that. I was miserable. Then two, two worlds intersected at the same time. I had my camera, I was taking a family um, photo shoot and my boss, my job was sucked at the same time. Then somebody gave me an envelope with money. And I had that moment, Sam, where I said, oh my God, this is, this is how I became an entrepreneur. Oh my God, I can literally do this all the time? And that was it. That was it. I was like, this is, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I was super ambitious. I told myself, I'm going to give myself one year at this job. I'm going to hustle so I can make a lot of commission. And then I'm going to quit my job no matter how many people I have booked. I'm going to go for it. I have believed in myself since day one. I tell my wife all the time, I am your lottery ticket. I promise I will not let you down. And yeah, that's how I started. And now you have a team. You are full-time clearly in your business. Your business is growing. You're offering incredible services. The women that work with you absolutely love you. Not only do you create beautiful pictures, but you actually see the woman that you're photographing and you've, you've figured out, I don't know if this is natural or a talent or, or what it is, but you've, you've somehow figured out a way to capture someone's essence. Like when I look at the photos that I see of myself that you took of me, I'm like, how did she do that? Like she, you, you make women feel seen, you make women feel beautiful and you help them create a bigger impact by supporting them in, in really being the leader of their brand and owning their brand. Mm. It's amazing. Mm. And you create community. That's the mm. other thing. Community. I love it. I love it. And it's only something that I've recently started to feel like really step into because like I said, I became an accidental entrepreneur. This wasn't, this wasn't the plan. And so being the owner of Girl Squad. I wasn't even sure what I wanted to do with it, but it felt amazing to be around women entrepreneurs. And then the more I stepped into it, the bigger it got, the more I felt like myself. And then I started to realize that every time I did a photo shoot, it was not only healing for my clients, but it was healing for me. And that was surprising. And I found myself doing this self-development work that I had never done before. What I've discovered now in embracing who I am and being okay with being ambitious, being okay with feeling abundance, like all of those things. I feel that I look for that in my clients. I also look for the light. Photographers can do different things. Like photographers look for shadows. 
like this is a totally technical thing. Like photog photographers like to create with shadows or light. I happen to be a light seeker. I'm chasing it all the time. I chase it in the way it hits your face and all those things. And so I feel like when I see women, like all I see is light and I'm just waiting for it. And that's why photography is so, it can be a spiritual experience for me. It has helped with depression and a lot of things because I'm literally in the present moment while I'm, while I'm photographing. And when you have a photo shoot with your next photographer, just watch how they wait for the moment to happen in front of them. And that is just so beautiful for us because we're literally waiting for the best special moment to literally happen before our eyes. And the second we see it, we push the button. It's like we're saying we're in love. Like, I love you. I love you. I love you. I mean, it's just, it gives me goosebumps. It's just so much positive energy. So I think that's why my, my photos with my clients come out the way they do. Well, and also talking about the light, you literally work with light workers. You literally work with women that are changing the world. And so there is this beautiful relationship that that gets to happen in that moment. So I love that. I want to talk about the breakdowns and the challenges, because I know from the outside, it can be really easy to see, okay, well, Monica's got this beautiful business. She's got a wife. She's got this. She's got that. Can you talk about some of the struggles that you've experienced in entrepreneurship and how you broke through them? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, one, I had only my money, right? So that's one I had, uh, I literally did, didn't borrow money, um, from anyone. I literally would take each job that I had and whether it was $125 or $25, every amount of that, I would use a little bit towards what I wanted to do. And also one hidden secret that I recently shared with somebody else is in the beginning, I literally didn't own all my equipment. I rented everything. I rented everything. And so a question that your entrepreneurs may be wondering is sometimes they come up with, I can't do it. I always ask myself, how can I figure this out? I have this photo shoot. I need this equipment. And then I happened to like, somebody said, you know, you could rent that. And then I found a, a photography rental place that rented every professional gear I can imagine. And that's how I built my kit as I went. So one, that's how I came over that challenge. But the mindset thing and stepping into a role that I've never seen before is I am a first generation high school graduate. I am a first generation college graduate. I am a first generation um, Mexican entrepreneur in my family. I, like I am the first of the first of the first. And so I don't have a lot of role models who did this exact thing. So I need divine guidance all the time to fuel me and lead me in those, in those directions. And, um, it's been, it's been amazing. And, um, being, um, you know, coming from a Mexican family has, it's taught me so much. And I use, I feel like a lot of my hustle, a lot of my grit comes from that, that part. I've just had to like compensate for some of the other things. Oh, I'm okay. You guys, as we're recording this, we're recording on zoom and I'm literally over here being like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Like jumping up and down. I wish you could see a video of me right now because I'm just, I'm cheering you on Monica. What you are doing is giving other people permission coming from a situation where like no one, you are creating the path. You are creating your journey step by step by step by step. You didn't have it handed to you. I think it's amazing. Mm -hmm. even, even if you did have it handed to you, great. I'm sure you'd expand on that. But the fact that you were given the hand that you were given and you said, cool, what do I get to do with this is so inspiring 
I absolutely love it. And I'm going to use this moment right now to share something that I haven't shared publicly, which is I'm actually dating a Mexican man right now who is also first generation Mexican-American and first person in his family to go to college. And mm. the hustle that I see is incredible. It's absolutely beautiful. And I'm, I'm curious, is this your experience, Monica, in the Mexican community, the personal development is not necessarily something that's expected. It is not part of the culture. Is that something you've experienced? Like you stepping into personal development, was that new for you as well? Yeah, it was, it was, um, something that at first felt like I didn't have permission to do. Uh, I wasn't like talking about my feelings was not something I was allowed to do. I was told all the time that I'm too emotional. Um, I, um, that I am too creative, that I, that I see the world too differently. And so those things, when that's why I'm so surprised, I think that's why it's so healing for what I do, because it is the, it's almost like I'm defying everything that, that silenced me. But I also know that those are just the ways that our culture happens to, um, that's just how they do it. Not, not the right way, but I think that's just how they do it. But I think as time changes, one of the aha moments I had recently is when I went home, I have seven nieces and I know that they're watching and I know that I talk about it and they're watching and we have relationships. So, I mean, we start to change the culture that way. And also what I've noticed is the more that I do self-development, I also have conversations with my parents that I've never had before because they're not as scary anymore. And I'm also surprised that they also want to have those conversations. I just think it wasn't part of the culture. And so it just didn't happen. Yeah. I love that you say this because I also have some other Asian American clients who have expressed similar things where they want to have a deeper connection with their parents. And yet culturally, those conversations don't necessarily happen. And what I want to say is, I think that this goes across cultures is that, you know, if we're not brought up in a family that talks about feelings or that Mm. honors feelings, or that does personal development, it's up to us to be, to be the light, to be the one to initiate those conversations, to be willing to hold the space, to have the courage to ask and to be vulnerable. And I think that's the key there is, is, are you willing to be vulnerable and willing to be, you know, quote unquote different in order to create a deeper connection. And what I'm curious for you is, have you found anything that supported you in the beginning when you were first having those conversations? Was there anything specific that supported you in opening up that vulnerability and opening up that connection with your family? Um, well, I think there are a couple of things. One, I, when I moved out, cause I'm from, I'm from Austin, Texas, but when I moved to California about two or three years after I moved here, I found myself like without my support system. So I immediately went into therapy cause I knew like, I felt like I was falling apart. So that's something I, I don't talk about a lot, but, um, I had to, because I literally, I felt like the, the ground had been taking out from underneath me, all the things that would stimulate me and all my support system. And I'm also the, I, I, out of everyone in my family, there are only two people that have left the city that I grew up in only two, me and my aunt, everyone else lives in the same city and similar neighborhoods. So imagine like, why me? Right. Like 
how is this happening? And um, sometimes it just, it just blows me away. So I think that, I mean, going, going to therapy has definitely helped. And I feel that I like, I'm okay with not knowing what's next. And I know that's really scary for a lot of people, but it kind of, it kind of fuels me. I'm okay with not knowing what's going to happen tomorrow. Cause I really just feel like I want to live here and now. So I feel like practicing that of just being here as much as possible has really, has really helped too. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank you. So what's your vision for girl squad? Where do you see girl squad going? Oh my God. I'm so excited about this. So one, let me tell you our new brand words, because I recently met with my branding specialist whose name is Hillary Hartling. And I am taking girl squad in a whole new direction ways that are Samantha. I'm being over ambitious, but what's going to happen is girl squad will be nationwide. We will be in every major city in America. We'll be in New York, Chicago, Miami, Austin, uh, San Francisco, Los Angeles, I might be missing one, but we really want to start in those, in those hubs. And um, our words for our women is that they are ambitious. They are unapologetic. They are smart. They are abundant. But the biggest thing they are is free. They're free. And it literally gives me goosebumps because I, not only do I want, I mean, our photographers to have the skill of what we do, they feel that we're also going to offer an experience of giving women the freedom to be whatever they want to be. Because I get asked all the time when I'm doing a consultation with a client, well, what do you think I should do? How do you think I should do it? And I really help them practice stepping into, well, how do you see it? Because I, it's not, it's not my vision. Like, what do you really want to do? And I push them a little bit and it can be uncomfortable, but we are gladiators, like women, like, like people that are in the arena. Uh, I recently saw Wonder Woman and I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know if you've seen the, the recent one, but if anyone has, there is this amazing scene where it's in the beginning and um, all the women are lined up because they're going to do this race. Right. And Wonder Woman is little. She's like 10. And then she's with all the other women who are going to race because her mom wants her to be able to compete. The reason why I love the imagery of this, because I feel like this is kind of what Girl Squad is, is every woman that was on that line was literally fighting for their own race. They didn't look to the right to see what that woman was doing. They weren't looking to the left. They literally were competing with themselves and they wanted to win for themselves and they weren't trying to knock anyone down. They were just trying to cross the finish line. Oh my God. Like there's so many things about that, that I just want our brand to do. And I feel like it's something I can't keep. I can't keep to ourselves. And one of the other taglines that we came up with that I'm so in love with is imagine more. I want women to imagine more. I want to imagine more. And it's really scary to even think that I want to do this with girl squad. Who am I? I I mean, I literally have never done this before, but I'm going to go for it. I'm going for it. Hell yes. Who are you not to do this? You are Monica freaking Linda. And I cannot wait to see you grow. I'm crazy. I'm crazy though. And this is why we're friends. This is why we're friends. I have said it yesterday for the first time. And I said it to you the second time, like universe is making it work somehow. So here we go. I mean, and that's, and that's what it takes. I, I think that's what it takes. It's just full faith just the full trust and full surrender 
Because if you don't go for it, what are you spending your time doing? Why work so hard? Why hustle, hustle, hustle for nothing? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This is the one thing that was really inspiring for me that just clicked the second I quit my job. I remember my friends asking me like, how are you working from home? Like, how is that working for you? And I said it one day, I'm like, guys, the same hustle that you're giving your boss is literally the same skill that you need to run your own business. There is nothing different. Seriously, there's nothing different. The phone calls, the amount of work that you put in, what's different is that you're wanting somebody to tell you what to do because you don't want to tell yourself what to do. That's really the difference. It, 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 it is a mindset shift, but it's not a skill shift because like, I feel like everybody can do it. Yeah. And it's, it's like, I'm also hearing that it's the permission. It's the permission to be able to do it for yourself, to want more for yourself, to want more for your family, and then giving yourself permission to go after it because that also requires radical responsibility. Mm-hmm. Right. And some of us want to put the responsibility off on other people so that if we fail, it's like not our fault. Or if we fail, it doesn't come back to us, but then it's like, what we're playing small and yeah. we, we get to give women permission. We get to be the permission. Yes. Oh, so Monica, what's possible for women when they work with you? What's possible for women when they enroll into girl squad and they, they become part of girl squad. Um, what's possible for them is that it is possible to capture who you really are and how beautiful you are. I had a session recently where after I took their photos, like my client cried because she had never seen herself so beautiful. Right. And that was shocking to me where she had never had people make a fuss over her. Like, Oh my God, you look amazing. You look gorgeous. And I forget sometimes because I'm in that world where I see women do it all the time. I feel like the other thing that you're going to get with us is that I, we do a really good job with, with holding your hand through something that can be really scary and doing a photo shoot or spending money, a master uh, mastermind or a class or a course. Every time you do that, you're literally telling yourself, yes, you're telling the universe. Yes. I want more of this. And the more you do that, the closer you get to what you envision your life to be. And what I'm noticing is the vision gets bigger and better as I allow, I give myself permission. Does that happen for you too? Oh, totally. It's like everything continues to expand when I take the leap. And I love, I love that when you're saying the investment is, is telling the universe, yes, I'm ready. And you're telling yourself, yes, you're ready. I always say it's like your handshake with the universe of like, okay, I'm ready for growth. Okay. I'm ready for expansion. Let's freaking go. And that's, and, and that's something that I see is it's the investment that really mm-hmm. sparks the transformation. It's not even the act of doing the photo shoot or being in the coaching program or, or being coached by a coach. It is pressing the button that says, Hey, yes. yeah, that's literally right. when things open up. Right. I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, because I've had experience after experience of myself and my own personal development and courses that I've taken, like I invest in photo shoots. I invest in video, uh, master masterminds. And, and coaching courses all the time, because there is not one class that I have taken as small as it's been $49.99 to like $7,000, $10,000. Not one of them have I taken and regretted any of them. Like they've all taught me something that has been useful in my business. So yeah, there is something about, I mean, I think it is like when you click the button, you're telling the universe, I want more of this. Yeah. It's like, you're expanding your plate. You're expanding what's possible for you. Yeah. I love that. What is, what is the best piece of advice someone's given you? 
best piece of advice. Oh my God. There's so many, but I feel like the one goes back to when I was 13, where things really like, that's when my life started to like shift was not the best kid in junior high at all. (laughs) Those are some serious stories. Um, but we had a best friend, my mom's best friend. And, um, I was so tired of getting in trouble, just tired of it. Right. And, um, I went into her bedroom and she, and I sat down next to her and she looked at me and said, Hey, you know, that you're the only person that's going to take care of you. Right. Like, it's just you, like, it's your responsibility. It's your job to make sure you're okay, that you're getting what you want, that you're safe, all those things. And I mean, that's really young to tell somebody that, but it worked for me. And then I just started to take responsibility for things in my life. And I've never forgotten it. That's why I didn't ask my parents for money when I started my business. I'm responsible for that. That's why when I feel like I can't do something, I figure it out. So yeah, I feel like that's the best advice I've ever been given. Mm. What's one lesson that you wish you would have learned sooner? Is to sometimes get like, if you're going to hire somebody, like if you're going to hire a coach or an accountant or the things that you need for your business, this is a business tip um, that really, because sometimes things can happen in your business that are behind the scenes that can really make you feel like you're on the wrong path that that can happen. Right. So I feel like that, that a tip that I would give is um, ask other people their experience with that person. Like, Hey, Instead of just taking the person for value because you maybe saw them on Instagram or maybe they've approached you, I think that that's just a good business practice. And um, I think that's wise. It's just to check around with your other friends and be like, hey, how was it with this person? Did you love it? What did you get out of it? And um, you'll, you'll be surprised what you hear from sometimes. Can I just like say, let's repeat that again, especially when you're booking a photographer. I mean, I know y'all, I clearly recommend Monica like, whoa, but in the photography world, like I have had some experiences that Mm. if my friends would have asked me, would I work with this person again? It would be a hell no from the opposite direction. And I think that's incredible. Any sort of business relationship, I 1000% back that up, agree, especially when you're going to be in a space where you're vulnerable. So whether that's coaching, photography, people dealing with your money, um, yes. Oh girl, that's a great piece of advice. I don't think anyone's mm-hmm. ever shared that on this podcast. Yeah. So thank you. That was a gem. I, I mean, it's been, it was recent for me where I had to experience something that was just, whoa, if I would have just asked, I would have saved one money and, um, and the heartache. Yeah. 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 Monica, you have the most energy of like anyone I know. I mean, now we used to work out together, like back in the day, like 6am, 7am and you at 6am, not quite awake, but by like 605, you were, you were rocking and rolling. Um, I love you. (laughs) How do you have endless amounts of energy? What is your secret? I, I don't know. Sometimes I don't know how I wake up every day, really wanting to do this. Like I can be exhausted, but I am so fueled by talking to you and about doing this and seeing you that as, as tired as I may be, I want, I want to do it. And, um, every day I get up and I work on my business, maybe, maybe some of it comes with, I do give myself permission to, to do what I want to, when I need to, like, I do take a nap every day. Something people don't know. I take a 15 to 20 minute nap every day. I'm, a, I'm like a cat napper. And so I don't know. I feel like things like that. I just allow myself to do it. 
Amazing. Amazing. And is there anything that anyone's ever said to you that has like really rocked you to your core, like the judgment, how do you deal with judgment from other people? Mm, Well, this just happened. Somebody, and this has never happened. uh, Somebody recently, literally, literally said that I was not capable of doing it the way that I wanted to. It was going to take me too long. And there, I was shocked because that's not the normal space that I ever find myself in. And I walked away from that conversation really like upset and down. And then by the time I got home that evening, I was pissed. I was like, oh my God, this person is, this person underestimates, they underestimate me. They literally think that I'm small. They, they think that not only do they think it, but they're showing me that they think that I'm small. That could not have been more fuel for like, oh, you don't even know. Let's meet with that branding specialist. We're rebranding. Like we are not as small as you think. So um, I feel like sometimes you like you can, I think you should analyze the judgment, right? Like, oh, is it true? Is it not? But that comes with practice, right? I, I haven't always been that great at it. And then like when this person gave me that comment, I'm, I'm using it as as literal energy to propel me forward. Mm, so good. So good. Yeah. I think that happens for all of us. And sometimes it's, sometimes there is like a bit of truth in it. And then you get to decide, mm, is this actually true? Is it not? And then sometimes it's like, no, this is really just a reflection of where that person is right now. And cool. I'm going to bless and release and, and move forward. Um, I've been dealing with a lot of that lately too. And it's just been really fascinating. Like what's happening in the world right now. Mm-hmm. And sometimes what I find is that when we are really big and bold that we trigger other people, when we like are free and exuberant and abundant and, and big, sometimes that triggers people. And sometimes people just, um, they're, they're stuck in their structured ways. And they think that this is what's possible and nothing beyond this is possible. And so we get to continue to do what we do as female entrepreneurs that are kicking ass. And that's just continue to shatter the, the glass ceilings, the crystal ceilings and say, Oh yeah. Like, watch me. Okay. You think so? Great. Watch me. Watch right? me. That's literally what I have on my mirror right now is watch me. Oh. I, you can't see it because we're on the podcast, but there is a mirror that says watch me on it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. You're amazing. You are so amazing. Is there anything else that you want listeners to know? Any piece of advice, wisdom, anything about you that you want to share to leave everyone with? Yes. I've really been thinking about this because it's been like on my mind and I feel like I need to share it with like every woman that I that I talk to and the women that, uh, that, you know, that, that we actually work with and also to all the Latinas in the world and every black and brown girl in the universe. Stop apologizing for being in the room that you put yourself in. Like stop being grateful for being at the table. Like I, and this is, and this is across all cultures, like, like all black and brown cultures where we're like, thank you for having us. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Girl. We put ourselves in the room and I feel so strongly about that right now. And we are smart. We are intelligent. And there is no reason why we can't be all the things that we, that we choose that we want to be. And, um, no one else took us there. We literally took the steps to be there. It wasn't an accident. It didn't fall from the sky. It wasn't luck. I literally have worked my ass and believe me, I sound happy and cheery and energetic, but there have been moments when I'm on the floor crying my eyes out, right? Like under my desk, what am I doing? But yes, 
I want all, all women, including myself, that when we find ourselves in rooms that make us feel small, that we tell ourselves we're in the room and we put ourselves there. Hell yes, sister. Right? Hell yeah. I'm done apologizing for it. Done. Oh, why waste time? Like, again, why? that takes us away from our vision and our mission. Anything that's going to keep us small, hold us back, keep us from being our biggest, brightest, boldest, most expansive version of mm -hmm. ourselves mm -hmm. is not part of the vision. Sorry. Thank you, Monica. Thank you for that. Beautiful. Where yeah. can people find you? So I live on Instagram mostly. I'm going to hopefully move over to TikTok very soon. Um, but I'm mostly on Instagram. So um, it's Girl Squad Inc. as an INC. Um, and you can go there and it'll lead you to all the other places where you can find us too. Amazing. Now, Monica, I just get to acknowledge you for a moment for the way that you show up in this world. You are unapologetic. You are loud and proud and bright and shiny. And you are literally like a soul sister, like the diamondy, like fairy in me is like seeing the diamondy fairy in you. And I'm like, yes, I love you. Um, and it's not just your lipstick and your big hoops. It is like your essence. It is your energy. It is everything that you are. I'm so grateful that you are in my life. And I have one last question for you. And that is, if a woman were to ask you, Monica, how do I live my life full out? What advice do you give them? Just go. Like, just, just move. Don't, uh, it's almost, I, I think that you have to feel like your life's in danger. Like, seriously, uh, there needs to be a sense of urgency. Move, move, get up, start, take the step. Don't worry about anything else. Seriously, I know we hear that all the time. Uh, they worry about everything. No, literally, just worry about the one thing. So yeah, that's how you live it full out is just be in the moment. I love the term full out. I mean, I can just, I can just visualize it. It is so beautiful to watch when women do it. And yeah, they just need to dance to the music, right? Step out. Dance to the music and go. Monica Linda, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.